Welcome to the Call It In podcast for women seeking more depth and more meaning in their life, more happiness, more healthiness, more peacefulness, more abundance, and more overall fulfillment. Each episode provides practical, actionable steps in mindset, soul set, and heart set living for seekers on a mission to call more into their lives. Join us for a new episode every Wednesday as we call it in with Dar. Our ancestors have used plant medicine for thousands of years. Greek physician Hippocrates used mushrooms as an anti-inflammatory and for cauterizing wounds. Later, the first people of North America used puffball mushrooms as wound treatments. Although mushrooms have long been used by various cultures throughout the world, Modern science has only recently created studies on their healing capacities. Plant medicine, specifically mushrooms, is something I absolutely knew nothing about until chatting with our special guest, Allison Crossweight. We discussed microdosing, psychedelics for self-care, benefits, legality, and overall safety in our stimulating time together on Call It In with Dar. Welcome in, Allison. Please tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into this exciting topic of self-worth and psychedelic medicine. Thank you so much for having me, Darla. This is so much fun. Um, Hi, I'm Allison Crossweight. I started my career in Canada and then in the U.S. as a Wall Street trader, stock trader. And when that didn't work out so well and I wasn't so happy, I made a shift over many years into becoming a psychotherapist. And then some losses in my life propelled me forward into my healing and I discovered ayahuasca. as a tr- It's a traditional plant medicine serves in the Shipibo tradition, and it's very powerful healing modality. And over a number of years, I was able to totally rewire my own self and enjoy life in a way that I did not think was possible for me when I was a thin-skinned equity trader. And so now I work with people, I'm no longer a psychotherapist, and I work with people to help them discover the magic of plant medicine. And I know we're going to talk more about that. Yes. So would you just expand on that a little bit about how you got started and what that felt like? And Sure. So I wanted to have a baby more than anything. That was my motivation. I've come to understand that these desires of our hearts are really created to help us grow. But at the time, I didn't understand that. I just wanted to have a baby. And I lost my son at 20 weeks and was completely heartbroken and did not grieve well. And I went to the first ceremony. You you do these ayahuasca ceremonies in a group. And I went to the ceremony and I go up to the front and they give me this medicine to drink. It's like this terrible molasses. It's pretty gross. Um, And you drink it and then you go back to your place. Everybody has a mat and you wait for the effects to come on. And the shamans sing chants 
to bring out the energy of the plants. And I threw up pretty much the whole night, which is not unusual for ayahuasca. It's a purging experience. And honestly, other than the throwing up, I thought the whole thing was a bit silly. I saw pictures of candy and this and that. The next day I woke up and I got up and had my coffee and I was like, okay, normal, normal. And then all of a sudden I felt energy from my head to my toe. It was like a jolt of energy and it was like alive and creative and sexual and all the things. And I realized, I mean, it was so obvious in retrospect, I wanted to have a baby and my desire was woken up. And that day I knew this medicine was my path, that this medicine knew how to meet me and evoke things in me and others that we really need woken up, that whatever I purged, I needed to purge, and that there was so much powerful hope available. And that, that created my passion. And so I did ceremony after ceremony and have to integrate this work. It's not just magic. So I'm doing intense body psychotherapy and feeling all the feelings and taking all kinds of time for myself. And over over the course of a year, my partner said to me, he said, you are not the same person anymore. And I thought there's the highest praise in the world. Wow, what a strong transformation you just shared with us. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Ooh. So reflecting on that and the change you went through, how would you define self-worth then from that viewpoint? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that question. We tend to think that self-worth is like in our minds, but I see self-worth as the embodiment of who we are. So it's walking into a room with our head held high. It's everything we're communicating unconsciously by how we speak and how we show up. So it's not something we tell ourselves Like we can sometimes have a little talk with ourselves and that's nice, but you can't really say, Allison, improve your self-worth. That doesn't really work. It's, It's about clearing out all the kind of garbage, the things that are not true that we've taken on physically, emotionally, mentally, and being connected to our natural life force energy, which we had when we were born. And it just got it got tamped down by all of the people taking care of us saying, settle down, you know, be good, be, you know, sit still and all these things. And so that's what I see self-worth is as this, this felt embodied connection to who we are that just overflows and there's no questions about it. Beautiful. I know in energy healing, we call it letting your light shine out. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned life force energy. So definitely letting your light shine and being the unique you. Yes. Is a, but a great definition. So how can psychedelics be used to step then into greater levels of like knowing and greater uh, expression of our self-worth? Yeah. So they're getting a lot of attention these days. And 
a big part of what I'm on this planet to do is to help people understand plant medicine and how to use it really responsibly. So the first thing is you can either microdose or macrodose. So microdosing is what I'm going to talk to you about today. It's taking a subperceptual amount. So what I work with is psilocybin. You may have heard of magic mushrooms. I like to call it plant medicine because I feel it gives it the respect and it puts it into the continuum with all the other herbs and plants that serve us and love us so well. So you're taking a sub-perceptual amount, say twice a week for say eight weeks, and you're going on a journey. So you have some kind of intention, and this is also really important. We're not taking them because we feel stressed out or you know, because we're depressed. That's the medical model of how we work with medicine. These medicines, your your goal might be to relieve depression. That would be a fair goal. Your goal might be to um, increase self-worth. That would be a great intention as well. To connect to who you really are, another beautiful intention. I have a client who's working with turning her wounds into wisdom. I think this is so beautiful. So you set the intention And then you embark on this eight week journey of taking the medicine twice a week and doing your visualizations, your energy work, your journaling, and really leaning into the intention. Because what's happening in it from a scientific perspective is the neuroplasticity in our brain is being opened up. And what does that mean by the medicine? What does that mean? It's like Pavlov's dogs, the bell rings. And you, the dog drools, right? The dog knows it's going to be fed when the bell rings. This is us in a million different ways. We smell fall. We know we go, we're going back to school. Like our phone dings. We have a feeling about it. We're conditioned and we have these patterns. Our partner does something and we have a feeling about it. What the medicine does is open up the patterns and they're less rigid. So you can actually feel and see things that you couldn't feel and see before. And that's, that's the journey is doing your personal work, incorporating the increased awareness that you are having as a result of your work with um, yourself and with the medicine, and then returning at the end of the eight weeks from the journey, the metaphorical journey with a new embodied sense of self-worth. I love how you clarified that. And I especially like that, that you need a clear intention because energy follows intention and that they still need to do their deep self-work. They still need to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are not magic pills. It's really important. So let's address what could be the elephant in the room. Our listeners are probably wondering, is this safe and is this legal? (laughs) Right. Okay. So safe. There are a few contraindications. You should consult with your doctor and your healthcare team. And some people say to me, what? Believe me that doctors are hearing about this more and more. And And if you're dealing with an an active health condition or you're on medications, you should check. 
Also, it's not suitable when you're pregnant and breastfeeding. And it's not suitable in general, just in general, when you have some type of diagnosis on the schizoaffective spectrum, if you're taking some type of antipsychotic, that's not 100% true. But if you're going to do it with that diagnosis, you want to be with a doctor. Other than that, these medicines are very, very, very safe. These are uh, you're taking them at 100 milligrams, you're not going to be feeling very much, and you're going to be adjusting the dose if you are. And these are natural, natural substances here to heal us. So most people can work with them if they feel drawn, if they feel that it's right. And in terms of like things that happen, very few bad things happen on these medications. The issues come when young people take too many of them and then do something unsafe physically. You need to be responsible in how you do them. But the actual medication itself is very safe. It's also not addictive physiologically. Of course, anything can be addictive psychologically. Um, Is it legal? So it really depends where you live. It's coming. It's coming fast. I believe we've got Oregon, uh, Colorado, DC. There's a few other places. Um, There's some exemptions in Canada where I live. We are not legal at this time. Everybody has to do their research and figure out what is legal in the part of the world in which they live. Thank you. Thank you for taking care of that elephant and very, (laughs) very nicely. (laughs) You mentioned earlier in your introduction about the loss of your son and that deep grief. Could Mm -hmm. you discuss grief and how these psychedelics can help in that area? Oh, sure. Sure. So... The human life involves loss by definition. And the way that we were held as infants has everything to do with how we're able to handle loss when we're older. We're always going to grieve the people that we lose and the animals and the relationships and all these things. But there are ways of grieving that create things that are really beautiful. And there are ways of grieving that end our own lives, even while we still live in physical form. And one of the things that the psychedelics helped me with, ayahuasca in particular, helped me become a mother of change in this world that we live in, it helped me be generative and creative. So my grief became powerful rather than negative. Before ayahuasca, I thought that there was something wrong with me. And this has everything to do with my personal family history, but I thought there was something wrong with me if I couldn't have children, that I was cursed, that my mother was correct that um, the way that I'd live my life was not God's plan, like all these things. And what the medicines helped me be free from was all of the dominant narratives around what a woman should be or do and connect instead connected me with my desire and my creativity and my juiciness. And then over time, 
and this was a huge relief. And I started to enjoy life again. And I went through a kind of teenager phase, which many people go through. It was really fun. Um, and then as my work deepened, I started to understand more deeply that I, I want to say this in a way that conveys the experience because it's said so often. I'll say this, that we're not separate. That the beingness that's in each of us is all part of the universal field. And I started to know that from the inside, sometimes through medicine ceremonies, things I'd be shown, but also through a felt body sensation. And once I knew that we were all here, we're all meant to be here, we all belong, we're all really one big energy field. I felt way more connected to my son and to everyone. And it let me let go of these ideas that my life should look like this. And if it looks like this, it's a success. And if it doesn't look like this, it's not a success. Like that thinking became, became kind of nonsensical in the best of ways. It, I just realized like, there's so much more freedom and possibility in life than I, than I was coming to at it with. And the medicines really let me see that and let help me let go of all of the uh, bad things I was taking on around grief, the guilt, all of those things. And instead, like, yes, do I cry? Am I sad? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I love. And it all moves and we're all connected. You express that in such a lovely way the beingness, the connection. And once you reach that point, the difference it makes in a person's life. Yeah. Beautiful. And from that, I know that one of your favorite topics is to discuss why are we here and (laughs) what is the purpose? So tell us, tell us. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, I mean, tell me, tell me, this is my greatest interest in life. It really is. I think it's fascinating. I mean, I was just walking down the stairs earlier today and I was like, how is it possible that we're here? Like, how is it even possible? Like, how could something come from nothing? How could that even be? It's really, uh, yeah, yeah. And the more I s- deeply I sink into the joy of living and the, the finitude of it, like the shortness of it, it's just all complete magic. It really is. Um, I don't know why we're here. I do know that we're free. That I do know, that there's no one telling us what to do. There's no rule book. The answers, I don't believe I'm going to get them in my lifetime. I think each of us gets a snippet of the answer. And we're going to all have to work really hard together to figure it out. <laughs> well, that's also my truth. <laughs> the idea of being, the magic of being, the finding of joy and being here to just really live it and be in Mm -hmm. all the possibilities and opportunities that are in each individual path. 
Right. It's amazing, right? It is amazing. And there's no reason not to feel that joy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm sure that many of our listeners are totally fascinated with the taste that we've given them during this interview. So how can they contact you or what would be the next step for them? So what I suggest is go to a website called expandwithmicrodosing.com. And on there, you can put in your email and I will send you a guide to knowing if microdosing is right for you. Because this interview is like a taster. That guide goes through everything in detail. And then you'll be on my email list. And you're welcome to email me and ask me questions. And I'm happy to talk further about microdosing because it's a very personal decision and a very powerful potential for many people at this very exciting time in our history. Well, all of this information, all of your contact information will be on the show notes page. Great. So I really appreciate you spending the time with us. And thanks so much for, I'm sure you opened many an eye and many a <laughs> mind during our interview. Thank you so much, Darla. I always love talking to you. You are a very wise woman. Thank you. Did you know that ancient archetypes can give us deep insight into our modern day lives? DAR has created a short 10-minute free quiz to help you discover whether you are a healer, teacher, warrior, or visionary. It's located in the show notes page at www.callitinpodcast.com. Enjoy the results. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Call It In with DAR. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave a review. And don't forget to check out the show notes page for special offers and more information at callitinpodcast.com.